This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Scott, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Dan and Josh versus Benchwarmer Eric and newcomer Scott. Welcome to the bench, Scott. Uh, it's a solid name, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and uh, anything else you'd like to share with us. I'm originally from Terre Haute, Indiana, the crossroads of America, uh, home of Indiana State University, the Fighting Sycamores. You better watch out. Uh, we've got some leaves that uh, might cause some damage, but uh, it was the college home of one Larry Joe Bird, my second favorite NBA player of all time after Reggie Miller. And I am a Pacer fan, a Indianapolis Colts fan, a Chicago Cubs fan. And um, yeah, I'm currently now right across the state line in Illinois in a little town called Marshall, where I'm a special ed teacher. And I am a coach, not a sports coach. I actually coach a, a scholastic bowl team for trivia. So I'll call it a coach. It's just a lot fewer push-ups. <laughs> I give you coach cred for that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all about those mental push-ups. Uh, speaking of, Eric, how are you today? I'm good. I'm trying to work on a fantasy football draft right now, um, but it's only a rookie draft, so I'm not that into it. Um, I, I don't even know who's available left anymore, but other than that, I'm doing great. We're not going to distract you, are we? I'd, I'd hate to... I it, I can draft in my sleep. I'm all right. You can also probably win these games in your sleep. All right, let's move on. Uh, what's your team name going to be for today, guys? So um, I'm, I'm a big... Um, SNL fan, not so much lately, but you know, 2000s, 90s, all that stuff, um, and huge Celebrity Jeopardy um, fan. So uh, we're gonna go with the uh, the pen is mightier. All right, the pen is mightier, and that's gonna bring us over to the bench warmer team of Dan and Josh. Uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? Tell us how you're doing, and uh, Josh, you can chime in with the team name. I am currently not working on a draft for fantasy football because I am retired from fantasy football and not one of those Brett Favre retirements. I am completely done and I don't play it anymore. And I decided once I started throwing things because of a garbage time touchdown that I was going to be done with fantasy football and I have stayed done. This is the time of year where everybody else gets really busy and I just kind of sit back and enjoy it. That's tax season for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm married to an accountant. <laughs> Josh, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Um, you know, had a busy weekend, got married and all that. Um, and then on Saturday, had two fantasy football drafts. So I'm, I'm good on my fantasy football drafts. I don't need to worry about those anymore. Um, but our team name, uh, giving full credit to Dan on this one, uh, we went to a little pre and post game here with you with Winnie the Pooh Richardson. <laughs> I do like that a lot. Wolves first number one draft pick honoring the team. Former Pacer. That's right. There you go. Perfect. All right. It all works Welcome. out. <laughs> it does. Welcome to the bench gentlemen. Now on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. 
The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate round, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one. In 2014, what breakout linebacker retired from the sport after just one season, citing concerns about potential brain damage? All right, we're going to check in, Scott. Okay, the pen is mightier has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, please talk it out. Does the name Borland mean anything to you? I, 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 that's the name that's popping in my head right now. I don't even know a first name. It, uh, to be honest, no. But uh, something popping in your brain is much better than nothing popping in mine. So, is he a 49er? Yes. Okay. That's about all I could have told you is that it was a linebacker yeah. from. I, that's all I got, though, is that last name Borland. I, oh. I think that's it, though. All we need is last name. So if all right. Well, let's, let's it. do it then. Let's check in with Borland. Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with Borland. The pen is mightier. What did you guys come up with? It's a Wisconsin linebacker. Chris Borland. Well, that's why I don't care about the name. Okay. You know, it's funny. I was writing this question. I was like, I don't think for the first time ever, maybe we're not going to have a Wisconsin representative on. The uh, correct answer is Wisconsin's own Chris Borland. Both teams are correct. On to question two in the tailgate round. What baseball player opened the short-lived Ballpark Cafe in Boca Raton, Florida in 1992? The restaurant slash arcade closed its doors in the year 2000. Year 2000, I should really have this. <laughs> yeah, you should know it already. Right. <laughs> he knows every restaurant that closed. In that the year, year 2000. Yeah. Scott, Scott, we're going to check in. All right. The pen is mightier. Have had him read it again. All right. <laughs> the pen is mightier has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, please uh, share your thoughts with us. All right. So we're, we're thinking this has to be like a legend or else – this wouldn't be a great trivia question. You know, I mean, especially, it's, especially in the tailgate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, so I think you're right, Dan, when you were saying like seventies or eighties, kind of in that era, probably legend. What were the big teams? There was the, in, in the seventies, we had the, um, the Reds pirates, the, yeah, the big red machine, the A's. I mean, Reggie Jackson might've done something like that. Pete Rose would Pete Rose have done that. I mean, I wouldn't put it past him to, start a cafe slash arcade you know those aren't always the greatest investments necessarily i wouldn't necessarily think he's been you know he's not the greatest business mind i don't think but well i don't know he was betting on himself to <laughs> oh, well, to do well there you didn't get away with it though i mean you just want to go with pete rose and say that he sure I, mean, I got nothing better he was looking for something to do after i don't know i mean I don't know. Keep keep his name out there. I mean, he seems to like to do that. He does like to do that. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Okay, we'll uh, check in with Pete Rose. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with Pete Rose. The pen is mightier. What did you guys come up with? Um, I had no reason why this popped in my head, but as soon as you asked the question, that the only player that popped in my head was Pete Rose, so we went with Pete Rose. Wow. So both teams are checking in with Pete Rose. 
Well, I can tell you that it was like a Dave and Buster's uh, type restaurant that uh, didn't work out, closing its doors after eight years. Uh, you could say that the gamble didn't pay off. The correct answer is Pete Rhodes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Points all around. Get out of here. No way. <laughs> I All had right, that's n- it. I'm out. Yeah, right. No, 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 Dan. Dan, no. No, no, no. No, you you don't get to do that. No. Gotta love, gotta love when Dan goes into the Mind Palace. I didn't pull that from the Mind Palace, though. That was just naming players from that era that may have opened a restaurant. <laughs> You're like, it's not Dave Concepcion. I'm like, eh, it's his teammate. <laughs> All right. I promise this one will be a little bit easier than that. Sorry about that. Question number three in the tailgate round. In an all-time legendary moment, Reggie Miller single-handedly staged an improbable comeback in a 1995 playoff game against the Knicks, scoring an unprecedented eight points in just how many seconds? Josh, I think we can check this in. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we'll check in. All right. Winnie the Pooh Richardson is checked in. The pen is mightier. Talk it out. It's eight and nine are in my head. I thought it was... I think it's like eight points in nine seconds or like. I thought it was like 3.8 seconds, but um, you know, I can see the play in my head because they shoot, he shoots it and then he turns around and steals it. And then he grabs the ball and he fouls him. I don't think that many seconds goes off the clock considered, but I don't know if they go by game clock or just the fact when he held the ball. I just, I feel like 3.8 is just, that would be, that's just, that's too much. That's too fast. Yeah. From, yeah, from from catching the ball to shooting it, I mean that's a good two seconds there. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with nine. Yeah, I mean, I I, I like nine unless it's like eight, whatever. I, I mean, are we looking for decimal points, Scott, or is it? I mean, originally I said eight point six, but yeah. How many seconds it took him to score eight points? If there's decimals in the basketball clock, then I suppose the answer could be in decimals. Okay. Well, I don't like that then. It'd be in decibels. <laughs> You'd have to ask the uh, crowd at MSG. I, I say we just go. Uh, we go with an even nine. I don't yeah, think. I don't know. It's insane to think. Yeah. I don't know. Unless you. All right. Let's check in with eight points in nine seconds. Okay. The pen is mightier. Has checked in with nine seconds. Winnie the Pooh Richardson. What did you come up with? All right. So. I've been a, ever since the early 80s I was a big Patrick Ewing fan so I kind of liked the the Knicks for a while in there and um, it is a probably a terrible time to let Scott know that Reggie Miller is probably my least favorite basketball player of all time <laughs> I especially after this garbage that he pulled and the choke sign to uh, to uh, to Spike Lee and I mean I liked Spike Lee then too <laughs> I just everything just just work together to make me hate that guy and um it was eight points in nine seconds that he did once again both teams are correct he scored eight points in nine seconds and then uh did the choke sign to spike lee, spike lee uh, I, I had i had some terrible ups and downs with those Knicks teams like when john starks couldn't shoot and then he decided he was going to just keep shooting himself into a <laughs> out of his slump one for 17 in game yeah. seven against the oh, rockets <laughs> yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt too. Watching that. Oh, okay, now I'm just. I, I should have been out when I was out before. I'm. I'm, I'm out now. <laughs> I, I have no idea how Reggie Miller ever made a shot with that flick of the wrist <laughs> sideways. I, blows my mind that he ever made a shot. 
when the Pacers made their only finals in 2000 against the Lakers, they showed the shooting form of Kobe Bryant versus Reggie Miller. Like Kobe was textbook, new logo, perfect backspin, elbow in. Reggie Miller was all flop arm. The ball had no spin whatsoever. It was it was an ugly shot. It worked for him though. Yeah, clutch a shooter of all time, three point shooter. No, that would be Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> yeah, he had so many clutch opportunities. All right, that brings us to the end of the tailgate round. So heading into the first quarter, we have a deadlock score of thirty to thirty. Both teams were perfect in the tailgate, and that will bring us to today's first quarter, which will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. So for your first Dean's List, I need the 10 coaches with the most NCAA men's basketball tournament wins. And we are going to start with Winnie the Pooh Richardson. Let's go with the one we both said at the same time. Coach K? We'll, uh, we'll go with Roy Williams. Oh, that one. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> we, but That was the first one we said. I just didn't that's, try to spell his name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one works too. Like that's a name that was going to yeah, be. They weren't going to come. That was going to be the next one off the board anyway. I'm right. Sure, but so yeah. All right. yeah, now they have go. to say it or else we're going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you're going with Roy Williams. Yeah. We'll go with Roy Williams. Roy Williams is number two on the list with 77 wins. Probably behind the uh, other guy that they're going to say right now. Scott, you want to go with that obvious one? Sure. All, All right. Go ahead. Shashevsky, uh, Coach Kruzizuski. <laughs> Coach K is number one with 94 wins. Okay, uh, we'll check in with uh, Jim Beheim. Sorry, blanked on his first name. Not that we need it. Beheim. Beheim, Jim Beheim is number four on the list with 57 wins. We'll go with uh, Dean Smith. Dean Smith is number three on the list with 65 wins. We'll go. We'll go with Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo is number five with 52 wins. Now gotten the. Uh, the top five, so there are the bottom five remaining. We will go with the legend from Lafayette, Indiana, who coached at Indiana State Teachers College before going to Westwood, John Wooden. John Wooden is number seven on the list with 47 wins. I was worried about Wooden because of, you know, not having as many games to, to do it. But, I mean, they did win, like, every year for 47 years. So I agree with that one. Uh, we'll check in with uh, Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun is number six with 49 wins. Yeah, Scott, I like that one. Let's go with it. We'll go with Mr. Calipari. Coach Cal is tied for 10th with 46 wins. All right. Well, that took one of the three we were talking about off. So, yeah. All right, we'll go with Bill Self. Bill Self is tied with John Wooden at 47 wins. That is correct, and there is one item left on the Dean's list. <laughs> it's got to be that one I sent you. You think? I, it, they were always there. Okay. Always. Um, he won me a couple of my uh, Just to make my sure. pools. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
we're mentioning this after he passed away, though, so um, we're going to go with uh, Lute Olson. Rest in peace, Lute Olson. And that is correct. Tied for number 10 with 46 wins. You guys have completed the Dean's list. It, he and Bob Knight were the last two on our list. I think we were leaning toward Olson too. Yeah, I think so. Do you know how many Bobby Knight had? I do not off the top of my head, but I know he has less than 46. <laughs> <laughs> no more than 45. That's right. List two in the Dean's list tonight. In April of this year, Bleacher Report released its list of the 25 best Major League Baseball catchers of the new millennium. Please name me the top 10 players on their list. And we are going to start with the pen is mightier. Uh, Scott, pick one of them. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, let's say uh, Jorge Posada. Jorge Posada is number four. Say our boy. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. We'll, uh, we'll check in with Joe Maurer. I was going to be shocked if that wasn't the first answer from the two of you. <laughs> Joe Maurer checks in at number three on the list. I was afraid you were going to say Tom Nieto. I was going, no, no, not him. <laughs> so what do you want the other guy you said first? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go with Posey. Buster Posey is number one on the list. That is correct. I'd say any of the four that we've got. Up think, there still. I think the one that you had, obviously after Posey, I think doesn't he's. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll go with, uh, Yadier Molina. Guys are just picking off the top five again, like last round. Yadier Molina is number two. I think those are both good. So let's go with that one, the one you sent. Uh, Jason Veritek. Jason Veritek makes the list at number eight. Well, that one's off our list now. So we got one left on ours that we've sent. He's I, I'm sure there. he's on there. He's got to be on there. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, check in with Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge Rodriguez is number five. What do we have left right now? Six, uh, seven, nine, and ten. All right. Um, let's let's go with uh, Salvador Perez. Salvador Perez just made the list at number ten. That's who I was thinking. I was trying to, I was like, you know, that the Royals catcher, the Royals catcher, that guy. I, couldn't yeah, I, I, I despised him. We'll go Brian McCann. Brian McCann, number six on the list. You're picking my list off. Well, you're, you're doing the same our list, list off. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are two items left on the Dean's list. Now, does that mean their career started after 2000 or they played the majority of their career after 2000? Uh, I mean, it doesn't specify. It just says of the 2000s. Pudge. I mean, Jason Veritek and Pudge, you know, those guys played in the 90s. So, okay. Masada. Let's, uh, let's go with uh, Russell Martin. Russell Martin is number seven on the list. Dude, you are a beast. We've never heard that before on this podcast. <laughs> That's so, who I was thinking of, Josh. I couldn't yeah, think of his name, yeah, but that's as, who it was. As soon as you said played with the Jays, I was about to type that as he was saying it. Then I was like, I don't need to say it. There has not been an incorrect answer yet in this game, fellas. So well, very impressive. In, until maybe now? Well, that's what, kind of why I said it. Cause... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dan's probably got something percolating up. All right. We'll take a flyer with Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza is number 11 
oh. on the list. No. He had, he, had, he had nearly 200 home runs in the since the 2000s and is left off this list somehow. But Russell Martin is number seven. Explain that to me. Um, have you ever seen his, uh, his cameo on Baywatch? No. No. Yeah, that's why he's off the list. <laughs> Would you guys like to use your mulligan? No. No. All right. No. Over to, the pen. <laughs> Over to the pen is mightier to see if you guys can get the final item on the list. <laughs> I'm out of catchers um, other than A.J. Pierzynski. Um, but there's why no, didn't we think of A.J.? <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. There's no way he's on that list. He's um, got to be on the 25 somewhere probably. He won a World Series I know of. Um, Jake, Jake Taylor from the Indians. Oh. Hey, I'll I'll take whatever. I, I got nothing. Uh, I mean, my mine would be AJ Przinsky, but I don't. These no, there's no way. So, yeah, I mean, I have nothing else. Let's go with. Um, I'm naming fictional characters now, so Jake Taylor. Yeah, let's go with. Uh, let's go with. Uh, you want to throw out a Lucky Johnson? Yeah, let's do Johnson. Yep, Johnson. Dude, he was an All Star four times. Right, at least. I think you're referring to Charles Johnson from the Marlins and the Orioles. Yeah. He did not make the top 25. Ah. Johnson is incorrect. Would you like to use your mulligan? I think we should. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. The one that eluded you, you had to think real, real recent. I mean, current. Uh, number nine is JT Real Muto. Hmm. Current Philly, former Marlin. All righty. This is a few times where I want to use Josh's. Uh, yeah, so I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I've heard of him. I Whoa, couldn't have told you he was. A wow. I couldn't have told you he was a catcher. I knew that name as a big league ball player, but I couldn't have sure. told you. Sure. <laughs> Fair um, enough. So did Przinsky make the list? Since I have the list in front of me, I'll pull a mat here and I'll read you uh, eleven through twenty. Okay. Eleven was Piazza. Number 12, Yasmani Grandal. Oh. Uh, number, number 13 was Javi Lopez. Ah, there. there yeah, <laughs> number 14, Jonathan Lucroy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Number 15, World Series hero, Carlos Ruiz. Number 16, a guy named AJ Przinsky. Yeah, yeah, there he is. Number 17, Jason Kendall. Oh, yeah. Number 18, I don't know if this will get a who, Miguel Montero. Ooh. <laughs> number 19, I know Eric likes, Paul LaDuca. Oh, yes. And number 20 is Matt Wieters. Hmm. AJ was on the list. Good. So there you go. I no, just know Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez, number 25. Oh, Ooh, rounds out the. Yeah. Nice. You know, I, um, you know, I follow current baseball very, very heavily. And I don't agree that JT Romito should be in the top 10 here. So. I can't fault you guys for not getting that one. I can't believe Randall's that high, but whatever. Yeah. Yep. I agree. All right. Let's move on to the third and final Dean's list. We will be starting with Winnie the Pooh Richardson. And all I, all need, right, you to do, all I need you to do is name me the last 10 head coaches for the Cleveland Browns, not including interim coaches. Does it include the current? Yes. I'm assuming this doesn't go all the way back to Paul Brown, right? I will not say. <laughs> it might not go back much more than 10 years. We'll yeah. check in with uh, Kevin Stefanski. Current head coach Kevin Stefanski is correct. We're going to go with uh, Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson from 2016 to 2018 is correct. 
But I, I think if you want to pick off whichever, I agree with all three of those. Yeah, all right. so. We'll yes. go with uh, go with Pat Shermer. <laughs> Pat Shermer from uh, from 2011 and 2012 is correct. Killing me. All right. <laughs> um, let's go with uh, he was the coach last year. Um, I can go with that one. Um, we're going to go with Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens from last year is correct. Um, we'll go with the the savior that wasn't quite the savior, Eric Mangini. Mangenius from 2009 and 2010 is correct. All right, then I, I say we I say we go with the other savior, uh, Romeo Cornell. That's right, Romeo Cornell. <laughs> Romeo Cornell, the uh, longest tenured coach on this list from 2005 to 2008 is correct. <laughs> longest tenured from 2005 to 2008. <laughs> Oh man, they got a they got a quick trigger finger there in Cleveland. All right, we'll go with uh, we'll go with Butch Davis. He was almost there as long as Romeo Cornell from 2001 and fired halfway through 2004. Butch Davis is correct. Yeah, go with that last one there. Okay, um, I know they hired him away from the Bills. Uh, it didn't seem to work out. We're gonna go with Mike Pettin. Mike Pettin from 2014 2015 is correct. Back to Winnie the Pooh Richardson, and there are two items left on the Dean's list. Um, we'll go with Rob Chudzinski. Rob Chudzinski from 2013 is correct, bringing us down to the final coach on the list for the pen is mightier. Scott, I'm pretty sure that's it, if you want to go with it. Yeah, um, we believe he was the coach when they got reinstated as a team, Chris Palmer. You know, guys, there are mulligans in this in this like format for a reason we don't have to keep doing this chris palmer is correct you guys have run the list we had to be getting really close to uh, was belichick, belichick next belichick was the next one i okay. i didn't intentionally realize that he was the next one i thought he was gonna make it but then when Ooh. i started looking at the list i was like uh yeah we're gonna miss him by one i wow. figured he might be the trick answer hey guys i don't know if you're any of you are religious but i think we witnessed a miracle that we named the last 10 cleveland Browns. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're, how, how far does this go back to what? 2000? 1999. Oh, go, ooh, <laughs> I, I have a soft spot for the Browns. So, I mean, it's, it's, I love their helmets. Their lack of a logo is just great to me. So I, I kind of follow them a little bit more than I should. Browns have a soft spot at quarterback too. So well, <laughs> they never really gave Manziel a shot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? They they, they wow. should have held on to Brandon Whedon longer, okay? Uh, oh, he was 45 years old yeah. when they drafted him. After the first quarter, we have a score of Winnie the Pooh Richardson with 170, and the pen is mightier, slightly ahead with 180. That will bring us to today's second quarter, which will be pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one in pre and post game. Former Indiana Hoosier who competed on the Mass Singer and also famously drove around in a white Bronco. 
I'm positive on that. Check it in. I'm 100% on that. We'll check it in. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier. You guys can go ahead and talk it out. So maybe maybe it is Oladipo. It's, I, I mean, that's the only Hoosier I'm coming up with that yeah. would be anything worth mentioning. But the white Bronco, it's either O.J. Simpson or Al Cowling, and I don't know how to Oladipo J. Simpson. Okay. That's the only way that works. Okay, Victor Oladipo J. Simpson. Yeah, let's go okay. with that. All right, that's all right. Okay. The pen is mightier has checked in with Victor Oladip OJ Simpson. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, what did you guys check in with? You the editor to put the backing up truck in here. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. We, I've watched every episode of The Masked Singer. As soon as you said that, I started thinking Victor Oladipo. He's got a really good voice. Yeah, he's got a great voice. He's actually released a bunch of albums prior to even being on The Masked Singer. Yeah. But it's to make it official, it's Victor Oladipo J. Simpson. <laughs> Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Victor Oladipo J. Simpson. That is, you that threw is. us off because I thought it was. I thought you were talking about Al Cowling because yeah, I was yeah, I. Cause you said you said <laughs> driving around. I was like, well, the driver was. Al <laughs> All right. Question two in pre and post game. This current head coach of the Memphis Tigers is also the all-time leading scorer for Manchester United. That's it. Check it in. <laughs> All right, we'll check in. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier. Talk it out. <laughs> Who's the coach for Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> make, that, make that face again, Erica. <laughs> oh, I got to go. I got to come from this the other way. I don't know. <laughs> does, does Memphis even know who their head coach is? Wow. <sighs> So I, I'm currently feeling like the twelfth man on the bench. So or the water boy right about now. So which I was in high school. I was the water boy for both the football and the basketball teams. Yeah, but now you're a coach, so Yeah. You showed them. <laughs> yeah. Leading scorer for Man U's gotta be it's gotta be Wayne Rooney, but I don't know who who Memphis head coach is. I not even a little bit. Scott Wayne Rooney. I have no idea. I like it. I think that's our only option. Scott Wayne Rooney. All right, checking in with that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. The pen is mightier, has checked in with Scott Wayne Rooney. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, it seems like you guys have it, so why don't you uh, let us know what you came up with? Yeah. As at I, the same time. Yeah. I was typing it. His popped up just as I was hitting enter. Um, the answer is Anferny Penny Harda Wayne Rooney. He's the head coach? He is the head coach of Memphis. <laughs> one team getting points on this one. The correct answer is Anthony Penny Harda Wayne Rooney. Nice job. I didn't even go to basketball to th when you said Memphis. I, I started thinking football. I'm like, they anybody oh, care who their head coach that's, is? <laughs> well, I think that's where you went wrong. You, yeah. You uh, football. I couldn't tell you who their football coach is. I, I don't think the head football coach is, could tell you that it's his job. <laughs> On to question three in pre and post game. I promise they only get more fun. Oh, nice. These two have been a blast, so yeah, keep going. <laughs> really? <laughs> I've had fun with them. Least favorite ones ever. I thought you were going to back into it when you had the Wayne Rooney. I'm like, yep. oh, here we go. Yep. Question number three. This high-scoring shooting guard excelled in his role as Scott Small's father in the Sandlot. 
Scott, if, if I like what you got. Uh, we'll check in. Yeah, we're checked in. And as my dear has checked in, Winnie the Pooh Richardson, you guys can talk it out. I think uh, you well, got I, it. You got it, Dan. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got the second part. I got I got Dennis Leary right away. He's his stepdad, by the way, not his dad. This is his true. stepdad. And I was trying to go through shooting guards to figure out who who, who had the last name Dennis. This isn't working. <laughs> this is not working. And then I thought, oh, wait a minute. It just has to end in Den. And then I went, oh, oh, it's James Harden. So it's James Harden-ness Leary. All right. Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with James Harden-ness Leary. The pen is mightier. What did you come up with? Man, that's better than what we had because his name was Bill in the movie. We were trying to come up with a name. No, we came up with James Harden, Dennis Leary. <laughs> <laughs> Points all around. The correct answer is James Harden, Dennis Leary. Question number four. He was a first-round draft pick from Kentucky in 1996 and made 1,245 career three-pointers, which is almost half of the amount his son has made. Oh, I got it. Mm. It's got to be it, right? Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. you're right. Let's check that in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson is checked in. The pen is mightier. Please talk it out. Okay. Hear me out. And he oh, got it. T- Tony. <laughs> Tony Del Curry. How do you feel about that? <laughs> St- I mean, Steph Curry's got a billion three pointers, and it's his son. So I think it'd be Tony Del Curry. Yeah. It's not spelled correctly, but it sounds the right way. So we can, we can go with that. Yeah. All right. We're going to check in with Tony Del Curry. <laughs> the pen is mightier. It's checked in with Tony Del Curry. Winnie the Pooh Richardson. What did you guys come up with? Getting frustrating. It's getting really frustrating. We missed one. You didn't. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I mean, is there much more to say than just to say Tony Del Curry? Yeah. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Tony Del Curry. I came up with this one months ago, Dan, because we were on an episode and you mentioned Tony Delk randomly. And in my head, I was like, I'm putting him in a pre and post game. I don't know how yet, but I will figure it out. And that's what I came up with. All right. And that brings us to our fifth and final question in pre and post game. My favorite pre and post game that I've ever written. Here you go. He invented baseball and won the 2020 NBA bubble MVP award after averaging 37 points and nearly 10 assists per game. Scott, I got, I got it. Okay. Did I help? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I helped. <laughs> Let's, we're we're going to check in, Scott. Both Scots. <laughs> the pen is mightier. It's checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, let us know what you're thinking. All right, Josh. Yeah, yeah I see what you put. I, I, you're probably right. I, I didn't send you anything. Oh. <laughs> It's- Thanks, Eric. <laughs> but okay, before before you say before you say anything, Shh. let me tell you what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> you know what? This was all. Josh did this on purpose. He disconnected his internet. He threw a circuit breaker. No, just, so I would. <laughs> let's see what Dan comes up with. So, the 
apocryphal <laughs> inventor of baseball is Abner Doubleday. Yeah. Going with a uh, know your host. I'm thinking it almost has to be Damian Lillard, right? Yeah. At first I was thinking, you know, like when it was, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking uh, Devin Booker, cause I know he had a huge bubble stretch, but his name doesn't work. And yes, yeah, Scott is a huge Damian Lillard fan. I said, so I think it's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be Abner double Damian Lillard. Are you good with that? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not asking you because you already know, but I'm saying that's what I would have come up with. If that's what you came up with, we'll go with that. Okay. I love giving out answers. <laughs> Did I say anything? We I didn't tell you what – I didn't tell Dan what you sent me. Oh, I know. I'm not saying that it – but whatever. I just don't like that I said it. Yeah, that was, that Richardson was... checked in with Abner double Damian Lillard. Pen is mightier. What did you guys come up with? So, Scott, um, my teammate, Scott, uh, I just want to apologize because I have been sending you ch- chats, but they've been going to Josh. Um, I only uh, got one from you. Two. Oh, no, I got two. Yeah, you got two. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at him like, oh, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, thought, I thought Dan sent the, I don't think Mashburn was 96. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> That could be an episode title. I just thought you were so upset with my words. You had you had nothing to say. No, I, 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 I you helped a lot. Um, Scott's gonna go. I had a great experience, but my partner just never talked to me while I was on there with him. Ask, ask Mason about that because I went a whole quarter sending stuff to Matt once, and he didn't even say anything to me. <laughs> just oh, whatever. All right, yeah. So uh, Scott gave me Abner Doubleday, and I know. Um, Scott Grimes, your obsession with Damian Lillard. So we went with uh, Abner double Damian Lillard. He is the best point guard in the game right now. The correct answer is Abner double Damian Lillard. And if Damian <laughs> Lillard is, is great, double Damian Lillard. Much better. Yeah, just imagine how great that would like be. twice right? as good. <laughs> that was hilarious. I, I didn't even look to see who was sending him. I'm like, Dan has to be sending me things. <laughs> It's <laughs> and heading into halftime, we have a score of the pen is mightier with 260, and now ahead by 10 points with 270 is Winnie the Pooh Richardson. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one in the halftime round. Barry Pepper and Thomas Jane portrayed which two New York Yankees in a 2001 film? Yeah, we both got that. Let's check in. Okay, the pen is mightier has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, go ahead and talk it out. Gosh, I love this movie. I haven't seen it, so I'll oh, try it's, it's really good. It is really I couldn't good. even tell you what the movie is. It's, uh, the movie's 61. Oh, okay. Directed by Billy Crystal. And, okay, uh, I have heard of the movie. All right. Those two play uh, Mantle and Maris, so we can check that in. Not oh. to be confused with Mauer and Morneau. <laughs> yes. The other Eminem brothers. Yes. No. no, I'd say that Mantle and Maris are the other Eminems. Oh, they're not the original. <laughs> no, they're not the original. No, they. Are we done? Sorry. <laughs> that was your Minnesota minute. That's right. There you go. Also Eminem. 
Uh, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with Mantle and Maris. Uh, Pen is mightier. What did you guys come up with? Yeah, Mantle and Maris. The movie 61. All right. Both teams are correct, and you all stole my flavor text, so we'll just uh, move on. Question number two. What victorious pop star is the daughter of a former NFL defensive back who played for the Giants and the Cowboys? We can check in, Scott. The pen is mightier has checked in because Eric knows his pop divas, apparently. And you guys can obviously talk it out. Can we, though? I I mean, I know you're saying we can. Or you could sing it out, if that helps. I don't know. Well, if you want to sing it to us, that'd be great. Mm, That that wouldn't be very fair. That'd be like Eric sending someone else the answers. It's not fair. (laughs) Hold on. I'm I'm about to send an answer. I got to check who I'm sending this to. I don't know much about this at all. Because she wasn't on The Mass Singer. <laughs> That's probably it. She hasn't sunk that low yet. <laughs> so is there something with that victorious? Is that a song? Probably. Is there a defensive back with the last name Grande? <laughs> <laughs> would it work even if there was? What? Because Ariana Grande is not a pop star. It's not she a real is, last it's, name. It's not. And it's I don't not, know. Even if the it's, if it was the defensive backs, I'm not trying to help. I guess I can just give answers. Um, <laughs> if it was the defensive backs' last name, it would be her first. Oh, this isn't before and after. This isn't pre and post games. This isn't pre and post games. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> what are you thinking, Eric? I don't know anymore. Starting to think he doesn't have the right answer. <laughs> He's going to answer with a pre and post game. Can I ask to come back to another episode? Oh. <laughs> I got nothing. I mean, I could list a bunch of pop stars, but I'm not sure that's going to get us anywhere. Apparently, since many of them use other stage names that don't match. I'm guessing this one is not that case, that this person... This pop star probably does have the same name as her father, but I, I, I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing on this one. Right, pick something, it. Josh. Pick something. I mean, it's the show, right? The show Victorious. Is there a show called Victorious? That's where I thought you were going because I Ariana Grande was on it. Oh, okay. I, I, I was just throwing out a pop star who's popular, you know, right now. Okay, well, she's she's on it. I don't think she's a... Is there any other pop stars on that show? Victoria Justice is the other one that's on there. Is there a defensive back named David Justice? Justice, I guess? I... Uh, I Since everybody laughed about the Ariana Grande, I'm guessing that's not the answer. So if you're saying this Victoria Justice is on this show, you want to check in with that? Sure, let's do it. All right, we'll check in with Victoria Justice. All right, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with Victoria Justice. The pen is mightier. What did you guys come up with? So um, she's uh, the daughter of famous Giants defensive back Bill Grande. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, he it's was uh, large and in charge. <laughs> it was uh, Felipe Sparks' daughter, Jordan Sparks. Oh. So the clue, Victorious, is because she won season six of American Idol. The correct answer is Jordan Sparks. That certainly led us down the wrong path. 
also know your host, but Dan gets a pass because he wasn't on our fantasy football draft episode when I said Jordan Sparks is my favorite American Idol winner. Uh, but you were there, Bombeck, and I sang her song. What? I was there when? <laughs> exactly. For what? <laughs> the fantasy football draft? That's yes. right. Is she was... on your heart just like a tattoo? That's what I sang. Yeah. I was not. Yeah, I was not. Josh goes, I was not there. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were talking about the... Uh, Josh's your, breaker went out. I thought you were talking about your the fantasy football primer. Oh, no, no, the, the draft. No, I was not All listening right. to you during the let's, draft. Sorry. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> Question number three in halftime. In the movie Friends with Benefits, Mila Kunis's character jokes about dating what extreme athlete who also makes a cameo in the film? Want to check that in? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have something until you put that in there, and then that kind of sparked. That rings a bell with me. I, yep. I thank you. It, it sparks something. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Yeah, we'll check in. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson is checked in. The pen is mightier. Please talk it out. Yeah, Scott, that's def- that's definitely it. I don't know why that makes sense, but uh, for the time frame of the movie too, I think maybe early two twenty tens. Yeah. I thought it was like around 06 to 2010. I don't really remember, but the only other name that I could come up with, you came up with, uh, I was thinking of Kelly Slater, but that's earlier, earlier. So yeah, I mean, about that time period would be that guy. All right. He would have been, been doing movies. Let, let's, let's go with it. All right. Snowboarder Sean White. Okay. NATO. The pen is mightier has checked in with Sean White. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, what did you come up with? Go ahead, Dan. So there were, there were two movies that came out right around the same time that basically had the same plot. That happens all the time. It was Friends with Benefits and what was the other one with them? Um, no, no Strings Attached. No Strings Attached. I seem to remember Sean White being in one of them. So we took a gamble that it was this one and uh, said Sean White. Both teams have checked in with Sean White. This was the better of the two movies, and it did feature a cameo from Sean White. Both teams will be getting points. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Both teams are getting points, or that that was a better movie? <laughs> no, JT. JT was awesome. No strings attached. No, no, J- no JT, no, JT is was in, in Friends, Friends with, with Benefits. Benefits. That's what I said. I was going to cut that out. Was it Whoever's, uh... No strings attached is Ashton Kutcher Ashton and Natalie Kutcher. Portman. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're right. J- yeah, okay. Man, I, I agree. Both of Completely those agree. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. nice job, Bombback. I'm so proud of you. Completely <laughs> agree, then. <laughs> can't believe they didn't get an Academy Award. See, they weren't sports <laughs> movies. Therefore, I've probably seen them. Yeah, right. There you go. All right. Question number four. Once referred to as the most interesting man in the NFL, what former running back released his debut rap album in 2018 under the moniker Bobby Fino? Josh. Hmm. I think that's right, and it, it, it fits. It checks the two boxes that that question asks. Yeah, I think it definitely He, he was def- most definitely Definitely, yeah, I think he absolutely fits the first bill. I couldn't tell you about the second one, but... Uh, well, he was a running back. No, 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 sorry, the third part <laughs> then. Uh, well, I was talking about the whole first part. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think that's right, though. We'll, we'll check in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson is checked in. The pen is mightier. Go ahead and discuss. So you said Ricky Williams. I feel like that's too. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's doing it. I remember vaguely, and I'm spacing on his name. 
Texans running back. It's killing me right now. I just said uh, Fino sounds like Dolphin. Ricky Williams played for the Dolphins. That's the only reason why I said that. And he had like a lot of – he was kind of his own dude. Yeah. Texans – any – I why can't I think of his name? Texans running back from like the 2010s. He did play for the Dolphins too. He ended – he ended up going there. Why can't I think of his name? Well, Bob, so maybe Robert, uh, Robbie. Scott, it helps if you sing to him. We don't need him to be helping him. <laughs> oh, Arian Foster. All right. I, I'm fairly positive that's who it is. Arian Foster. All right. Check it in. Check it in. Arian Foster. Okay, the pen is mightier, has checked in with Arian Foster. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, what did you gentlemen come up with? Yep. <laughs> the way this we, game's going. I was, pr- I was pretty sure that he had put out a rap album recently, but it, it fits that he was called the most interesting man in the NFL because dude was interesting. That's for sure. Yes. So we, so we, we said Arian Foster. Mm-hmm. Both teams have checked in with Arian Foster, and both teams are indeed receiving points. Arian Foster is the correct answer. Yeah. You know, I listened to it today. It's not bad. That doesn't surprise me. It's not the train wreck that I expected going into it. <laughs> like, it's, you know, he sounds nothing like Lonzo Ball, thankfully. So that's, that's very, good. very smart dude, too. He is. Yeah. He's a little eccentric. You know, eccentric. Oh, yeah. It's interesting. I prefer to call him interesting. Yeah. What, what There's nothing wrong with the word eccentric. What did he get on the Wonder like? Right. Good question. I bet he did well. Actually, we oh, should yeah, look that up. He did better than Vince Young. Let's put it like that. Yeah, you think? <laughs> question Looking number. Looking it up right now. Sorry. No, Me it's too. fine. All right. Well, let's say thirty-eight. No, I'll say thirty-four. Nineteen out of twenty-five. Okay. Yeah. Can we move to question five? No. I mean, if yeah, it's okay. if it's about the wonder look, yeah, do it. It's not. <sighs> Question number five. What former Pro Bowl defender was dubbed one of Sundance Film Festival's breakout actors of 2017 after starring in and producing the film Crown Heights? I guess he wanted to follow in his wife's footsteps. Perhaps he'll end up in Shondaland. Josh, this is the guy I'm thinking of. I can't remember his last name. Oh, um, I don't know how to spell it, but... Do you know how to say it? Something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, 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 yes. they're, they're not checked in. So we yeah. don't want to be, no, no, be a little no. more cryptic. Yeah, well. I thought they were pretty much already on it. Didn't they? They shouldn't check in. Do they want to actually discuss for one? Well, I guess we've checked in on some. I'm, I'm waiting for uh, Eric to send you the answer. <laughs> I mean, if so. you're, I mean, that's, that's, I think that is if we want to check in. Yeah, let's 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 do. That. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the guy I'm thinking of. I think yes. I, I think yeah. I agree. All right. Yeah. Let's check in then. All right. We'll check in. Okay. Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier. The pen is mightier. <laughs> Happy Eric. Yes. Very. Like you guys tell me about talk. your penis mightier. <laughs> you guys can talk it out. Oh, so he's a quarterback. He played for the Raiders. And then went to the Eagles. Um, like I said, I not, I did my best to trying to spell his name. It's uh, Namdi Asamoah, but I, I, that's that's the best I can come up with as far as spelling. 
um, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Um, I don't know who his wife is, so that clue kind of didn't didn't hit home at all. I I do like your your answer of T.J. Hushman's. <laughs> hey, who? <laughs> so um Namdi Asma was one of my favorite names in uh in NFL history that goes along with TJ Hushman Dada and uh Devin Aroma Shadu. Um but I think that's that's I think that's it, Scott, unless you have a I truly do not. Uh we're gonna check in with Namdi Asamoa. The pen is mightier. It's checked in with Namdi Asamoah, Winnie the Pooh Richardson. What did you guys check in with? And also, do you know who this person's wife is by chance? I know who this who his wife is. It's Carrie Washington. That's where we were coming to it from. Yeah, Dan had so, the yeah. first name. Yeah, it, I had yeah Namdi. I, that's where yep. I came up with, and then Josh and as as came you, up with. As soon yeah. as you said Namdi, I I knew it was Asimwa. Of course, I don't think I spelled sh- it correctly to you either. But you, you, you <laughs> sure it's not Namdi Smith? Are you sure it's Namdi Asimwa? Pretty sure it's Namdi Asimwa. All right, I'm checking that sure, in. I'm pretty sure both teams got points on that one. The correct answer is Namdi Asimwa. He was uh, actually nominated for two. Uh, Best Supporting Actor Awards, an Image Award, and an Independent Spirit Award for that film. Nice. So apparently, he's, he's not a bad actor. Eric, one of the uh, one of the times when um, one of the few times that Devin Aroma should do uh, caught a touchdown for the Vikings, <laughs> I I yelled out. I, I'm I'm proud of this and not proud of it at the same time. I yelled out, "You smell that? That Aroma should do." <laughs> <laughs> got uh, got looks. Oh, he's my he was a fantasy sleeper wide receiver for me for many years. That work out. That just kept sleeping. <laughs> yep. No one woke him up. All right. <laughs> that dreadful halftime is over. It wasn't dreadful. <laughs> I enjoyed the Jordan Sparks question, but that's thanks. Just, Thank you. I just couldn't come up. I was stuck on the wrong thing. I like. Uh, I wasn't going to get to Felipe Sparks. Uh, Eric, did you get my Dick Buckus recommendation? That went to me. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Josh has hijacked the chat. He is. He's just switching names. and. <laughs> oh, this is a bizarro episode. <laughs> All right, let's, let's. I would have appreciated a good Dick Buckus joke. So, right. and we flipped again. <laughs> yeah, three sixty, three fifty. Yep. Heading into the second half, we have a score of Winnie the Pooh Richardson with three hundred and fifty, and the pen is mightier back ahead with three hundred and sixty. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be How Low Can You Go? How Low Can You Go? For this quarter, there will be four questions consisting of five clues, given one at a time. After each clue, both teams will decide if they want to check in with their guests by sending a chat to the host. 
If a correct answer is checked in after the first clue, the team will receive 50 points. After the second clue, 40. After the third clue, 30. And so on. How low can you go? Question one, when am I? Your first clue is, the Boston Celtics are crowned NBA champions. Yeah, we're going to need another one. Scott, you think so? I mean, <laughs> you can narrow that down. I mean, I can name most of the years that they were champions, but yeah, yeah, we need to narrow that down a little bit. I think I write this for you. If you go for it and get it, very impressive. It's you have like a one in seventeen chance. So that's yeah. I like. I like those odds. <laughs> they sound like Eric odds. That's my kind of clue number one. I know. Let me guess. Who else? The Forty ers <laughs> One a Super Bowl. One Dan, I'm assuming we show. also need another clue. Yeah, we'll take another clue. We'll take another clue. All right, clue number two. You're going to like this one, Eric. Wayne Gretzky leaves the NHL in scoring. It's got, if we combine powers, is that just a shot in the what, – what do you <laughs> – Well, we've narrowed the window. We've narrowed it down to those right there. Yep. we got to take another one, though. Uh-huh. Scott, how sure are you with those two years? I'm very sure. I know for a fact. Okay. I can tell you who they played and how many games it took them to win. But as far as the the second part, oh, that I have no clue. Okay, I just know it's that era. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's take another one. All right, both teams taking another clue. Clue number three: Jack Nicholas becomes the oldest winner of the Masters. All right, Scott, we're gonna check in. All right, the pen is my dear has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, you guys can talk it out. You can check in. You can take another clue. Let's talk it out because we can. With the first two clues, we have it narrowed down to 81, 84, and 86. I remember when he became the oldest um, person to win the Masters, and I don't think I would have been paying attention in 84. I I think 86 has got to be it. I'm almost certain it is 86. Um, Remember, I I had him in one of my uh, missing links so I looked at quite a bit at his wiki page trying to find the right, All right. question so I, I'm almost certain it's 86 alright let's 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 do that then let's go 1986 okay Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in for 30 points with 1986 the pen is my dear you also checked in after the third clue for 30 points what was your answer if you would have asked me Jack Nicholas first, I would have put it in the late 80s. But when you tied it to the Celtics, I was, I put it closer to 86 than 84. So we said 86. Both teams checking in with 1986. Clue number four Joe Paterno was named Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. And clue number five, a dead giveaway. Bill Buckner lets a ground ball roll through his <laughs> legs, leading to a Mets comeback and eventual World Series win. The correct answer is 1986. Points for both teams. Question number two. Who am I? Clue number one. I refused to play for the team that originally drafted me. All right, Scott. Let's, yeah, let's, let's take another one. Yeah. We're taking another one, too, just to throw that out there. <laughs> Clue number two, I was a co-rookie of the year in my sport. And I'd like to hear one more, but... Yeah. Unless they're going to check in, we can talk it out. 
Let's let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I, I, I hold on. Is it? Yes, it's him. You should check him. <laughs> Definitely him. Actually, now that I think about it, it's the other guy you were talking about. That same year? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I think I think I think that was the the other one. Okay. No, I mean, he said co-MVP. Right. So yep. he refused to play for the team that drafted him. Right. No, co-rookie of the year, not MVP. That's what I meant. Yeah, co-rookie. I, I, I was thinking rookie of the year. This guy was shaking his head. He's like, I didn't say no. that. No, I think that was the one that was the co. Okay. I, I, yeah, that it all makes sense. Let's let's let. I, I say you check in. You're you're you were pretty positive on. Yeah, I gotta make sure I'm sending it to the, the proper Scott here. <laughs> and you know, I'll take the blame if it's not right. And send. We're checked in. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier. You guys can talk it out. Well, the guys I came up with originally were Bo Jackson, but I don't think he won rookie for yeah. or football. Um, John Elway, I think he won rookie of the year, but I don't think he shared it. Yeah. And then Eli Manning would be the one I would say, but I can't think of who would have won it. It was like, Oh, two or something like that his rookie year? I don't think he won it. You don't? I don't. Okay. And then I thought Kobe Bryant, but again, in the mid-90s, I don't know if they would have had co-rookies. I don't think he won it either, though. Okay. And I guess he averaged only like 12 points his rookie year or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got a list of players. Eric Lindros came up, but again, don't think he won rookie of the year. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Um, Jim Kelly refused to play for the Bills, drafted him. He won Rookie of the Year, but he won the USFL Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Um, Rich Gannon refused to play for who drafted him. Um, Bo Jackson, Kobe Bryant, John Elway. I, I think we're going to need to take one more as much as I don't want to with them checked in. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's take one more. Clue number three. In 2006, I was involved in a trade that included the aforementioned Penny Hardaway. Who is Penny playing for in 06? Oh, you know who that was. Did he refuse? Did Grant Hill refuse to play for? Was he drafted by Detroit? Was he? I thought he was drafted by Detroit. Because then there's, I now remember now that he says it, co-MVP was Jason Kidd and Grant Hill. Okay. So now who was, which of the two do we go with? Jason, wasn't he drafted by uh, Dallas? Isn't that where he went? He played there though, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't see Grant Hill being a refused to play kind of guy. No, I think we got to take another one. I, I, unless you want to take a. No, I mean I'd rather get it right than. Yeah, yeah right. So I let's 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 take another one. I I guess. Yep. All right. Clue number four. My jersey number is honored by the Maryland Terrapins. That Joe Smith. What year was he drafted? I know Joe Smith went to Maryland. I don't know why he would have been traded for Penny Hardaway. And again, I'm, I'd rather get it right than... Yeah, I, I, I'm not positive, so what do you want to do? I'll leave it up to you. Uh, yes, take the fifth one. All right. Clue number five. My nickname was The Franchise. Ah, I hate my Steve life. Francis. <laughs> yep. Steve Francis. We're going to check in with Steve Francis. <laughs> the pen is mightier. It's checked in with Steve Francis. Uh, for 10 points, and Winnie the Pooh Richardson, you guys checked in after clue number two for 40 points. What was your answer? 
Well, I'm going to credit you, man. Well, I'm gonna, you. well it, it comes down to the fact that I've been writing a lot of games and looking at a lot of people's wiki pages. And this player did not want to play for, I do believe, the Grizzlies, who selected him anyway. And they didn't trade him on draft night, but nope. they did trade him before the season started. So it is Steve Francis. I almost said franchise. His nickname. That Steve works. Francis. Yeah, Steve Francis is correct. Ironically, uh, the Grizzlies picked him, then traded him to the Rockets. At the end of his career, he went back to the Rockets, got cut, got signed by the Grizzlies, and then retired. <laughs> so he really didn't want to play for the Grizzlies in two different cities. Was uh, hey. was Elton Brand the co-MVP? Yes. Okay. Podcast Rookie of the Year. Elton Rookie of the Year. Well, Eric said it too. He's like, Grant Hill and Jason Kidd were co-MVP. And I was like, I'm not even going to correct him. I know what he means. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kidd went to Cal. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. And that was sneaky because when you said co-rookies of the year, I immediately went to Grant Hill. It's got to be Grant Hill. This is Scott writing this question. Yeah. That's I, what I, that's why I wanted. Yeah. Question number three. What am I? Clue number one. In 1999, this university's basketball team defeated Steve Francis and the heavily favored Maryland Terrapins in the Sweet 16. All right, we'll, we'll take another one then. Okay, Winnie the Pooh Richardson is taking another clue. Uh, did we say we're checked in or? No, I, I, if you're good to check in with that, I, like I said, I am. Oh, yeah, I'm not good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, let's, let's check in. Yep. I'll, I'll, I'll send it over. Okay. The pen is mightier has checked in after clue number one for 50 points. Clue number two, the school's most recent Final Four appearance was in 1985. All right, so 85, that's, that's Villanova and um, Georgetown. I can't remember who those two beat to get there. Do you have anything on this, Josh? I mean, I came up with the same two schools you, you did, about 85, because obviously that's the... Who did they beat in the... The final four. And then the same school beat... Beat Maryland in 99, you said? Maryland in 99. Yes. Maryland was... They were like... I don't know if they were they were a one or a two seed. All right. I, I, I think we need another one, but that's let's, just... Let's take another. Hopefully we can get it there. Yeah. Hey, clue number three. The athletic team's nickname was changed after it was interpreted as offensive to Native American tribes. Could it be St. John's? They, just, they went from... Because weren't they the Redmen? They were the Redmen, and then they changed it to the Red Storm, right? They would have been good in 85. They were good in 85, yeah. I'd feel comfortable if we want to check in there. I mean, I don't know for certain, but... I mean, at this point, we just need to know how comfortable we are with keeping that for our answer as opposed to losing more points. You know what I mean? I mean, we got, we built, we just built a little bit of a lead here. So we earned 30 more points. We're up 20. So if we get it here, we're tied. Yeah. I think we, I'm not confident, but I have. I mean, in the 80s, they were, they were good in the 80s. They were very good then. And and they were the Redmen. Yeah. And can you reread that last? Because I, I thought there was an interesting wording in that clue three. Sure. The athletic team's nickname was changed after it was interpreted as offensive to Native American tribes. Yeah. Interpreted. 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 It's, it's not necessarily. They weren't. They, they weren't 
like the red skins. Were. Right. And their logo wasn't like a no know, a, a Indian head with a headdress kind of right. Thing. But I, I, I think we gotta go with it. I th- I think I think that makes me feel even stronger to yeah. to go with that. So let's let's go with that. Let's go with uh, St. John's. Okay, checking in after clue number three for thirty points is Winnie the Pooh Richardson with St. John's. Penn is mightier. You guys uh, checked in right after clue number one for 50 points. What did you guys come up with? So um, one thing I'm very good with is uh, NCAA tournament in the late 90s. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I watched this entire game. And it was uh, St. John's. Uh, yeah, I also watched the entire game. It was a, it was a good one. It was a doozy. Uh, the correct answer is St. John's University or St. John's Red Men or St. John's Red Storm. I would have accepted any of them. Both teams getting points on this one. Was it Chris Mullen on those 80s teams? Yep. Yeah, he was. Clue number four, basketball home games are played at Madison Square Garden. Clue number five, Chris Mullen was drafted out of this university in 1985. No no Felipe Lopez love? No Felipe Lopez love. (laughs) Former Minnesota Timberwolves. (laughs) Felipe Lopez. Run our test now? All right. (laughs) I thought about throwing him in there. Question number four. Where am I? Albany. Unfortunately, yes. (laughs) Clue number one. A World Series walk-off hit occurred here. We got to take another one. You got to take another one. If they want to tempt fate and try and guess this one off the first one, then more power to them. Well, one of Eric's wheelhouses is a World Series walk-off hits, so he can go through them all. Everybody knows I love to gamble. We're taking another one, right? Let's just yes, say we're that. taking yeah. another one. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's too many to pick from. I, Scott, if you're, let's take another. Yeah. Clue number two. The record attendance for this stadium is 80,120 during the 2013 BCS National Championship game. So just a, a clarifying uh, fact here for this. Uh, I will accept any and all previous names for this location. I'm almost positive on this, Josh. I mean, I can, I can give you my reasoning, but I can, I don't think I don't need, I would, I was, I, you clarified the question I was going to have to you. Okay. So that's been clarified. So. All right. I say we, I say we check in then. All right. Sounds good. Let's check it in. So the conversation we're having right now, what are the two talent or what are the two places you're torn between Eric? It was Arizona and Miami, but then the more I think about it, I'm pretty sure that uh, um, that 2013 national championship um, was when Alabama embarrassed Notre Dame, and that was in Miami. Okay, so that's some life. Yeah, so that's got to be. And, and then, then the Marlins beat the Indians in game seven in 97. Okay. I believe that was Edgar Renteria hit that walk-off. Okay. I think anybody's um, going to challenge your late 90s into the early 2000s sports. The, the thing I hated more than anything in the late 90s was schoolwork. Um, so the main <laughs> thing that took me away from that was sports. Um, so um, I, I think I'm, I'm fairly comfortable with, uh, you know, let's go, what is it, Sun Life, Raymond James, I don't know, whatever one you want to pick. Let's go with Sun Life. I think that's what it's called now, or maybe, I don't know. I agree. All right. <laughs> Checking in with Sun Life Stadium. Okay, the pen is mightier, is checking in after clue two for 40 points with Sun Life Stadium. 
Winnie the Pooh Richardson, you also checked in after clue number two for 40 points. What was your answer? Sure, you don't want to go with Raymond James? You sure? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it had to be a stadium that plays host to one of the four major bowl games because that's where the BCS championship is played at one of those stadiums every year. And the only one that I could think of that would have hosted a World Series would have been what is now called a Hard Rock Stadium, which was once Sun Life Stadium was Joe Robbie and Joe Robbie and Pro Dolphin Player Stadium. And, yeah, Dolphin Stadium. I'm sure there's it was probably... Land Shark Stadium at one point. And... <laughs> there's probably a handful of others. Yeah. So we also went with uh, that that complex. Okay. <laughs> Clue number three, Roy Halladay pitched a perfect game here. Clue number four, which I thought was interesting. There have been four Super Bowl kickoff returns for touchdowns on this field. Mm. And clue number five, it is located at 347 Don Shula Drive. The <laughs> correct answer is Joe Robbie, Pro Player, Dolphins, Landshark, Sun Life, Hard Rock Stadium. <laughs> Points all around. I always get Joe Robbie. Who? Where is Raymond James Stadium? That's Tampa. That's, no, that's, that's Tampa. Tampa. That's why I was. Yeah. As soon as you're, yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like, that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he sent, he sent me Raymond James. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. And then I'm just like, uh, I said it. I'm like, and then you guys are you sure you don't want to go with that? I'm like, now I'm I, yeah. No. The uh, the first four Super Bowls they hosted all featured a kickoff return for touchdown. Wow. Oh, and then the last two that were there did not have one. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, I gotta make that a clue. That is a good clue. The Bears did it against the Colts in 06. That's right. And uh, the Jacoby Jones one, I believe, was the last one. It was uh, Jermaine. It took place there. Jermaine uh, Lewis wasn't in Miami? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eric, Edgar Renteria, 1997. Yeah. yeah. Love that I'll, World Series. I hate it. It's, it's my favorite World Series because it's like the first one I remember like watching yeah. all the way through. Yes. Levon, uh, Levon Hernandez. Right, Council scored that winning run. <laughs> we know so much Marlins trivia. Here. I don't think Council. I watched all, much of that one. Uh, a lot Marshall of Gary Sheffield the, and Moises Alou in that one. in that one. After the third quarter, we have a tie score of 490. So this is going to be quite the nail-biter going into the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Four Zone. The fourth quarter known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. So it's all gonna come down to this, gentlemen. Josh, I did very simple category <laughs> for you. <sighs> I think, I guess we'll see, but. All right. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, basketball history. Question two, sports scandals. Question three, hyphenated names. Question four, daddy dearest, which is about fathers and sons. And question five for Josh, who? <laughs> DJ mm. Cooper. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. 
now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in the category of basketball history. What former Husky is the only rookie to have won the Sixth Man of the Year award? All right, we'll, we'll check in. All right, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier, can talk it out. Kemba Walker, I don't think, ever won the Sixth Man. Um, ben Gordon won it, and I'm pretty sure he went to – when he said Huskies, I immediately thought Washington and Brandon Roy, I want to say, but I don't think that was right. So UConn would be the obvious bet. Okay, it's one of those things. I don't have anything better. I mean, Ben Gordon. Yeah, I know he won Rookie of the Year, and I don't I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to come up with a better one than, than that unless you got somebody. No, no, I don't. All right, so we're out. Ben Gordon. Let's, let's check in with Ben Gordon for 100 points. Okay. The pen is mightier, has checked in with Ben Gordon for 100 points. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, what was your wager and answer? I was positive that Ben Gordon won the sixth man, and I knew it was early in his career, and he was a Husky. So that was enough for us to check in with Ben Gordon for 100. Both teams wagered 100 points, and both teams will be receiving that amount. The correct answer is Ben Gordon, who was robbed of the Rookie of the Year award and had to settle for the consolation prize of the six-man award, even though he clearly outplayed his college teammate, Emeka Okafor, who did win the Rookie of the Year award. Did he? Yes, he won it over Dwight Howard. Mm. Yep. All right, on to question number two in the category of scandals. In 2001, what Little League phenom was discovered to have been ineligible to play due to the fact that he was actually 14 years old at the time? You checking with that? Yep. All right, Scott, we're checked in. And his mightier has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, you guys can talk it out. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's Danny um, Almonte. Danny Almonte. I agree. Yeah, that's it. Okay, what was your wager on that? 100. All right. Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in for 100 points with Danny Almonte. The pen is mightier. I need your wager and answer as well, please. They came up with Danny Almonte for 100 points. And once again, both teams will be receiving 100 points. The correct answer is Danny Almonte. I remember being particularly upset about this because I was a 13-year-old pitcher at the time in Little League, and I was like, why can't I play in the Little League World Series? <laughs> They're just letting anybody in these days. ESPN had that as a this date in history not that long ago. I remember seeing it, so I was just like, I couldn't, I didn't have his last name right away, but Dan had it, so. Question number three in the category of hyphenated names. In 2016, this athlete became the first Belgian player inducted into the International Tennis Hall of Fame. I guess those seven Grand Slam singles titles helped. Oh, yes. Do you have it? I think that's it. I almost hate to check in because when we check in, they talk it out and get it. But (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have to. We can sit here and wait and let them check in. Strategy. All right, I, I guess we will uh, check in since they're trying to wait us out. The pen is mightier, has checked in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson, uh, talk it out. <laughs> oh, really? We both uh, <laughs> So the first thing I sent to Dan just a little bit before he sent to me was, 
is Justin Hennon a hyphenator? Or just a hyphenator. A hyphenator? And then I then I looked I was looking back at my paper, I looked back over again, then I saw Dan said the only Belgian I can think of is Justine Hennon. Was she hyphenated? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Dan came up with came up with the hyphenated name. So Dan, won't you? So yeah, you check it I out? only really remember her much as uh, Justine Hennon, but I think it's it was another name that that sounded a lot like it was Justine Hennon Harden. Uh, that's what we checked in with. And how many points did you wager? One hundred. Okay, and over to the pen is Mighty, or what was your wager and answer? I, again, uh, the only hyphenated tennis player I could think of was Justine Hennon, um, and we checked in with Justine Hennon Harden. Okay, and how many points? 100. So you are just continuing to follow suit here. Both checked in for 100 points, both receiving 100 points. The correct answer is Justine Hennon Hardenis Leary. <laughs> which i just realized works <laughs> and now i'm mad at myself all right points all around the score after three questions in quarter four is a whopping 790 to 790 and i do have several tiebreakers ready just in case we do end up getting to that point you know, with the Eric Dan game, that's probably smart to have. Well, I didn't have them until I went into this quarter realizing it was tied. I just grabbed two. <laughs> I just grabbed two questions from like another game that gotcha. I have written. Gotcha. Yeah, that's the best. Way I was to like, do it. oh man, I better, uh, I better have a couple of these on deck here. Question number four in the category of Daddy Dearest. After his undefeated season in 1976. This player watched both of his sons also make the NCAA title game in 2002 and 2005, respectively. Check in. The pen is mightier, has checked in. Winnie, Winnie the Pooh Richardson, go ahead and talk it out. So this is the, this is the, uh, the Hoosiers. This is Indiana that went undefeated that year. Must be totally random. It has nothing to do with anyone <laughs> that's on this podcast. So who... Two it's sons on that, that made the team finals game in O two and O five. Okay, so who was O two was um was Maryland against Indiana, um and two thousand five was um what was two thousand five? That was uh was that one of the NC years? That was um what's that was um. NC in Illinois? Is that oh, during five? the... Yeah. Yeah, I think you might be right there. So who... So we got UNC, Illinois. I just no don't, I don't was... know those rosters very well. No two was who, Indiana and... Um, Maryland. Maryland. I'm not sure I'm going to come up with this. Go into the Mind Palace. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if I know of any of the players on the that Indiana team. That was, um, that was uh, Quinn Buckner's team. Do you have any kids on, that played <laughs> I mean, on those two teams? Uh, on any of those four teams? Two kids on any of those four teams? Yeah. Possibly. Wait a minute, where, where did Jason Buckner go? For some reason, Buckner... And, uh, it's the only name... I mean, it's a name we, we have, right? That. I mean... 
I know that Quinn Buckner was on that team, and the, the name Jason Buckner rings a bell. Yeah, I'd, like I said, I, I, got, I, I got nothing else other than that. You're looking for the guy from the 76 team, right? Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> I say we just – Josh, I think we just need to – I, I think we go with Quinn I think Buckner. We just need to go and, Quinn Buckner and and call it a call it a day. Yeah, I say we do that. Let's uh, check in with Quinn Buckner for for one hundred. All right, Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in with Quinn Buckner for one hundred points. The pen is mightier. I need your wager and answer, please. I uh, I hope I'm correct on this because I'm about to give you a lot of flavor text. So. Please hold on, because I've been waiting here, <laughs> waiting to give it. Uh, in 1975, the IU Hoosiers were undefeated, and this man got injured in the Elite Eight round, and many believe they would have gone undefeated in 75 as well. In, I think, 1999, I uh, followed my alma mater high school, Terre Haute North, play Bloomington South, who the son played on, before going to IU. And the great 76 team had guys like Kent Benson, Quinn Buckner, and who I hope is the correct answer, Scott May, whose son Sean May went to IU, and I forget where his son, other son, I think he went to North Carolina. Scott May is the answer for 100. All right. So the pen is mighty. has checked in with Scott May for 100 points. We're finally going to have a difference in the score here as one team is correct. Scott Jr. went to Indiana and Sean won a championship with the Tar Heels in 2005 and was a lottery pick by the Bobcats. The correct answer is Scott May. It was all Scott on that. Who? (laughs) Well, that's the next question. (laughs) No, no, that's right now. (laughs) He's no DJ Cooper, but, you know. Oh, man. Okay. Just going to go ahead and say it. That sucked. Yep. And for you, question number five in the category of who? <laughs> Known as one of golf's big five, he won the U.S. Open in 2001 and staged one of the most clutch performances of all time to win it again in 2004. So if you want to go ahead and check that in. Yeah, we can check it in. Winnie the Pooh Richardson has checked in. The pen is mightier. You guys can talk it out. <laughs> so I said to Scott, um, my favorite golfer to use in Tiger Woods Golf on Xbox, um, the only one I would ever use is Retief Goosen. Um, and I, I, the, only guy, the only guy I would, like to, I would ever know other than Tiger back then um, or pay attention to. So uh, Scott and I checked in with Retief Goosen. For how many points? 90. Okay, the pen is mightier, has checked in with Retief Goosen for 90 points. And over to Winnie the Pooh Richardson, what was your wager and answer? Josh, you've heard of him, right? Absolutely. The who was the question for. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's Retief Goosen. For 90. For 90. Okay, so the big five golfers around that time were Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Vijay Singh, Ernie Els, and Retief Goosen. Both teams are correct for 90 points. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Winnie the Pooh Richardson finishes with 780 points. 
and our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the very coveted, very prestigious, specially made clipboard captain trophy for our guest, Scott Gant, the Curtis Painter Award, with a score of 980 points, is the pen is mightier. So congratulations on that. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to you, Scott, our guest. Thank you so much for coming on. We hope you had a great time. I really hope you appreciate that clipboard captain. Um, what are your last words here for us? I'm going to put it up on uh, my mantelpiece as soon as I get it in the mail. And uh, I appreciate it. This has been great fun. I've done lots of podcasts and you guys are some of the best. So I appreciate it. I'm just glad I slumdog millionaire into that last IU question. So, uh, so yeah, I randomized all the questions. <laughs> so he, he was Scott, Scott, you were the difference maker today. So yeah. MVP. Yeah. I like the, the kid. Sure you mean rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call a callback. I appreciate it guys. Absolutely. Thank you very, very much again for coming on. Thank you for being a fan of the show. You are certainly welcome back at any time. I will kick it over to our very lovable losers, uh, Dan and Josh. Any last remarks? There's no shame in this one. Nope. Just there like really the last time we teamed up, no shame. Literally yeah. came down to a question. Scott, again, thank you for coming on. We we really appreciate when when the listeners come on and and uh, especially show their stuff like that. That was uh, that was an amazing amazing poll you had there. I appreciate it. And we need more stories from you. I, I, I know I speak for everyone when I say that. Yes. But Scott, thank you. Thank you very much for coming on and um, enjoy your victory. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. Strange story, uh, that high school game where I saw uh sean may play he was teammates with jared jeffries oh wow and the kid for our team was steve weatherford uh he was our best player if you ever look him up he was a punter is he a punter is he the punter yeah yeah the fittest man in the nfl voted the fittest man in the nfl so there was three pro players in that one that one basketball game so jared jeffries a former nick yeah as was penny hardaway <laughs> <laughs>